certain times of year and significant dates can bring up a lot of emotions for grieving people. This can be the start of a new year, or it can be a birthday, a death anniversary, or another significant date. For example, at the start of a new year, often I hear people say, I can't believe it's been another year without them. I can't believe it's been five years since my brother died. How is it possible that my mother is gone? She would have turned 75 this year. I don't want to leave them behind. I don't want to leave them in the past. I don't want to move on without them. Have you had these sentiments? I find that this can be a really painful idea. This idea of leaving our loved one behind as we move on with our own lives. You're listening to The Curating Grief Show with certified grief coach and founder of the grief gallery, Charlene Lamb. That's me. I like to use metaphors, analogies, and a whole range of creative approaches to grief support. And I find that this idea of leaving a loved one behind can be one of the most painful for the grieving people that I work with. So I want to offer this metaphor, the concept that I call the dash between. There's a famous poem called The Dash by poet Linda Ellis. And in that poem, she notes that the dash between the date of birth and the date of death represents what really matters, the life that is lived. It's a sentiment I very much agree with. And here's my take on it with the dash between. I challenge the idea that we have to leave our loved one behind. I don't want to leave my mother behind. I can figure out ways to carry my mother forward with me into my life. I choose not to leave her behind. So I want to offer this metaphor of the dash between and how we can use it to keep our loved ones with us. This is a bit of an essay. It's like a poem, a spoken word, a meditation, a reflection. I hope it resonates with you. The Dash Between After my mother died, I started to compulsively do a form of math. 1947 to 2013. The year she was born, the year she died. A dash between. The difference was 66. My mom had just turned 66 when she died suddenly and unexpectedly of a stroke. 66 years. It doesn't seem like a lot, considering how health-conscious and active she was. It doesn't seem like enough, considering all the plans she still had. My grandmother had died at the age of 67 from cervical cancer. And my mother had always lamented that was so young. And then for my mom to die even younger, that seemed so wrong. The math seemed off. Calculated again. After my mom died, I went around compulsively calculating. It seemed like that math problem was everywhere. Year of birth, year of death. What's the difference in years? Now, I like going to museums and galleries as much as I can. And the year of birth and year of death tends to feature prominently. Next to the artist's name and the labels for artwork, in their biographies. And I calculated 
And I figured, how long did that person get? How did that painter who lived in poverty in the 1800s live to 80-something when my healthy, active mother only got 66 years? Some people had open-ended dashes, a living artist. And I puzzled, how is that sculptor born in 1930 still alive? Calculated again. But over time, and many calculations, I realized what was important wasn't the year of birth and the year of death. It was that dash between. Not even the length of it, but the quality of it. The breadth of it, as I've heard someone say. What was important was not when the person was born and when they died, but what was done between. What works created, what lives touched, what meaning left behind. What is important is not when my mom was born, not how and when she died, but how she lived. That dash between is what really matters. The dash between is all that matters. My mom didn't know she would only have 66 years, as evidenced by the five wool coats she bought the winter she died. On sale, what a bargain. Most of us don't know what our end dates will be, how long our own dash will be, how many years we get. But what matters is our dash is still ongoing. Our dates are still open-ended. Our dates are not set. I don't know how many years I'll get. Yes, my mom maybe should have had more years. I still choose to believe that. But my dash is still open-ended. What an incredible gift. Her dash has ended, but mine is still open-ended. And when I look closer, my dash, my ongoing life, is now more textured, more colorful, more faceted, brighter, more bitter, and more beautiful because of my mom because I bring my mom forward with me, forward into the new year, into each new year. Her own dash has ended, but she lives on into the new year and beyond. In my heart, my mind, my memories, my words, my work. She continues, like in a relay race, her memory is carried on, like a baton or a torch carried into the future. And I'll keep carrying her forward as long as my dash goes on. So keep going on, keep carrying them forward alongside us, with us, and may all our own dashes be better and brighter for it because that's all that matters, the dash between. Let me know what you think. I don't leave my mother behind, even as I move forward with my life. And it's been over 10 years now since she died. How do you move forward without leaving your loved one behind? Thank you for listening to the Curating Grief Show with Certified Grief Coach Charlene Lamb. Get in touch on Instagram at curating underscore grief. And you can learn more about my work with creativity and grief 
at curatinggrief.com. I host a free monthly grief gathering on the last Wednesday of every month, and you are so invited to join us. If you're interested in individual grief support, you can find out more about grief coaching at charlenelam.com and book your complimentary call to find out if grief coaching is right for you. I look forward to hearing from you.